Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, everybody. What did you do? I'm Mike. That's Tommy. Hey, how's it going, everyone? That's Kevin. What's up, y'all? And we got a special guest today. His name's Casey Garvin. You know him better as Larson from the Hawks. He's on the phone. Casey, thanks for coming on the pod. What's what's happening, gentlemen? Not much, not much. So we are just kind of like, obviously, we know a lot from the outside, but you were inside the yeah. game. And yep. just to kind of take us back to the early 90s. Uh, you as a child. Of the early 90s, yeah. And like, how do you get into acting? How do you get into the Mighty Ducks here in that first one? Sure, sure, the whole bit. Uh, well, to, to start, I'm a, I'm a uh, Sagittarius. Um, I like long walks on the beach. Uh, now, oh, that's a different area. Oh, got it. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so early 90s. So I guess the whole bit kind of started. Um, yeah, so, yeah, where do, you, where do you even begin with that? Um, it's kind of, kind of kicked off where, you know, my parents recognized as a kid, uh, I would quote commercials like, un- like, like, sort of unconsciously, and uh, and 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 repeat them back verbatim. And I think I don't know if my mom was trying to make a dime off me. I'm not totally sure, uh, <laughs> but for whatever reason, uh, you know, thought it would be a good idea to kind of get into the, the acting gig. Um, you know, entertainment kind of ran in my family a little bit. My grandpa uh, used to be a, music- a musician. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Ham's Beer down there but it used to be a big uh big deal here up here in minnesota and like my uh my grandpa wrote this jingle which i didn't even know i knew nothing about it and to date i still have not had ham's beer at my understanding <laughs> it's pretty shitty um but but like people knew this song right and so uh i guess he kind of got into you know a little bit of like radio like some of the first um radio up here in minnesota um so i don't know if like that's kind of where this came from but in any case my mom uh, bribed my brother and myself to, uh, to try to so an audition for a, uh, uh, there's a kind of a renowned theater in Minnesota called the Guthrie Theater um, that, you know, I guess a lot of famous folks have gone through and they do a rendition of the Christmas Carol. And she bribed us um, that if we, if we tried out and we made it, uh, we would be able to keep the money uh, that we got. Now to put into perspective, uh, this was $100. Oh yeah, for uh, for fifty performances, but uh, but to a ten year old kid, that's a that's a lot of baseball cards. So uh, <laughs> you know, so my brother and I sort of begrudgingly tried out. Uh, we 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 made it. He was cast as like Tiny Tim, which was hilarious, by the way, because like neither of us are like your prototypical actor, uh, you know, really artsy type folks. We're mm-hmm. kind of I'd say more on the degenerate side, um, <laughs> <laughs> and so. So again, if you think back to what that play is, uh, it's a Christmas Carol, right? And in Tiny Tim, he's supposed to—he's supposed to be crippled, right? Well, I mean, there are moments where we're sitting in, on the stage in front of hundreds of people, and my brother's just swinging his legs, <laughs> 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 you know, 
like like we're having dinner at home and I and I would have to look at him and I'd be like, Corey, dude, your legs. Remember, you're crippled. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I I can't walk. So in any case, uh, that's but that's not what we're here to talk about. Um, and when you when you do those types of things, they have local, I guess, talent scouts that are there. Um, you know, again, that's all trying to make a dime here, right? That's mm-hmm. trying to exploit the kids. Uh, good old fashioned capitalism. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and in any case, uh, we we uh, my brother and I were both um, uh, assigned to this talent agency. Uh, and basically what they do is they just send you out on commercials, blah, 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 uh, you know, auditions, all this stuff. And so um, I remember when the, the Mighty Ducks first kind of came into Minnesota, it was it was run through the newspaper, um, and it was an open it was an open casting call. They call them a cattle call. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and, and it was called Ducks on the Pond. And, you know, I, I, and I, played, I played hockey growing up. So, um, you know, there's a hockey movie. They didn't, hadn't, Minnesota hadn't really been a hotbed for, uh, for anything um, <laughs> from a, like, a, like, a, like a movie standpoint, I guess. Yeah, um, not so like it is now. And, oh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely a hotbed like it is now. Um, <laughs> uh, but in any case, uh, yeah, I went uh, with hundreds of other kids, waited in line, you know, went through the whole, the whole deal. Um, you know, ne- never heard back. You know, I have you recite two lines, and then and then they gotta they gotta get you out of there. So so never heard back, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so fast forward a few months, and I got a um, an audition that came through my agent. And at this point, the, the movie was called Bombay, and I had no idea that it was the same thing. Um, and I'm like, oh god, do another hockey movie, huh? I guess they're not typecasting this state at all. It's cool. <laughs> so went 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 through. You know, to a, a different, uh, a different casting director, um, and actually made it made it through to the next audition. And uh, you know, you go through the whole bit. Usually, it's like two or three auditions, and finally, finally get through. And they're like, okay, well, you know, we're we're really paring this down, and uh, you know, we we would like you, you know, as one of these finalists. So then, the the last audition is, uh, is it's a skating audition, right? And I'm like, okay, sweet, you know, that's. That's great. I play hockey. I play on a traveling team. You know, I'm I'm feeling pretty good about this. And then I'm listening to these other kids as we're getting ready to go into the rink. You know, and again, not to not not all people, not all actors are like this. But I would say that the majority of them tend to be a tad narcissistic, a tad boastful, um, and and uh, especially when they're like, you know, their, their parents are pampering them. Oh, Billy's the greatest kid ever. Oh, you're so talented, Billy. I just I can't get enough of you, and you're like, yeah, you're really stroking them off there. Right? Uh, <laughs> a lot of cake eaters, if you will. A lot, a lot of cake eaters, yes, exactly. And, uh, <laughs> and a good, good line. Um, <laughs> and so anyways, like I'm sitting there, and we're getting our stuff on, and I'm listening to these kids talk about their hockey skills, right? I'm like, mm-hmm. shit, this kid over there, he just said he had 275 goals this year. That's, wow, I only have 50. That, oh, I'm, I'm starting to kind of second-guess myself a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. I think I'm 11 at the time. And we get on the we get on the ice. And <laughs> none of these kids had ever skated before, and not a <laughs> single one. There's probably ten, probably ten of them, right? And they're like, they yeah, they run you through like the basic like, okay, we're gonna work on stopping now. We're gonna work on uh, this is how you hold the stick. And I'm sitting here looking around like, and I remember, you know, you don't know much as an eleven year old, but what you do know is when people are completely full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was when that was when it, it dawned on me like, okay. I got this, you know, and it was like from there on, you know, it's literally skating circles around around every single kid there, <laughs> and 
and it ended up being, uh, I don't know, I think you guys maybe know the backstory of this, but um, uh, essentially they had already started like like production on, on the movie. I mean, they were, they, 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 the area scouts had already, you know, gotten in. They, they literally had everything written, all the characters cast, flown into Minnesota, except for this one kid who was initially cast as Banks, who I guess his mom was such a pain in the ass that he ended up getting fired from the movie. And I would love to know who this kid was. So maybe some reconnaissance on your guys' end at some point. Oh, we'll definitely find this kid. Who that dude was. And and just, like, did it just destroy his life? You know, I want to know the plight that this kid, like, like, yeah, I was cast as Banks, but my mom put up such a shit fit because I didn't have a TV in my trailer. She got me fired from this movie that turns out to be a cult classic for 30 years. You know, I was just, I just, I want to know, I want to feel his pain and just kind of like, I almost rub it in. I'm going to say, I'd like to rub it in a little bit. <laughs> this, is, this is the other lesson. But anyway, so this kid gets fired and they needed somebody to kind of fill his shoes uh, or skates rather. Wah, wah. And, uh, um, you know, it needed to be kind of like same size. They've already gotten the costumes made, you know, somewhat similar look. Um, and I guess because I just happened to be in that general vicinity that, you know, uh, of, of what they were looking for. Um, <laughs> and the fact that I played hockey, like it was kind of a, it was kind of a no brainer. Okay. So, so yeah, so I kind of fell, I kind of fell into it. And then at the last second before we actually started, so I was, I was cast as banks. Um, they, they wow. my, yeah, huge they flip-flopped myself, uh, with, with Vinny. Um, kind of at the last second, and he was he's like fourteen or fifteen at the time. He's he's older than than myself, um, so obviously you know Banks is the stud, right? He needs to be you know, a little bigger than everybody else. So I I don't know if it had anything to do with that. I, I, I'm chalking it up to that, and not my uh, my horrendous acting ability. So we'll, just, <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just we'll just go with that. Um, but uh, but yeah, so they they flipped off us, flopped us, and actually at the time the preliminary scripts. Like my character was was actually a bigger role than it ended up being, um, and so you know to me it didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know they were similar similar um, you know size positions, um, <laughs> and as I sit back, it cost me a, a big part in the second movie and a, and a part in the third one, and that son of a bitch keeps winning on my coattails. <laughs> 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 so anyways, yeah, so that's that's kind of how that whole thing, uh, I guess, jettisoned into existence. Okay, so you're 11 at this time? Yeah. Okay. I think so, yeah, 11, yep. Okay, so when you, so they go through and you're, this whole, like, casting process was just to replace Banks, or was this before they had done anything? This was to, this was to replace Banks. Okay. So they had not done it. They hadn't done anything. I don't think any any official scenes had been shot, mm-hmm. so is uh, you won't you won't comb through the movie and like see <laughs> see me and all of a sudden I'm you know I'm I'm six foot three and a mustache <laughs> and all of a sudden you know <laughs> wait a minute that's a different guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no, it was uh, it was jet, but it was very last second. So they had already what they did was they they would run these the actors through. Um, uh, similar to, to like the miracle, um, they ran the actors through skating, you know, like skating drills, essentially for I think it was like I think two months, 
prior to the movie just so that they didn't look completely terrible um you know when it was them skating which i don't i don't think totally worked but um yeah, you know, basically just to get them somewhat comfortable um, on the ice. So I think that they were probably in that process, um, if I remember correctly. But uh, I, I can't, I can't say for certain. Okay. Okay. Now, did any? Did you hear anything about what the kid who was supposed to play Banks's, what his mom? Did you hear anything yeah. about what she did to get her kid fired? Yeah, basically. So, yeah. So, so that's what that was. Is it was so they had these. Um, these trailers where, you know, your dressing room, you know, where you get the, the star there, right? And the, um, the trailers themselves had different, uh, different size, uh, trailers, right? So you had these half ones and you had a little bit bigger one that had a, had a television. <laughs> and, and when I say television, I mean like a nine inch black and white tube TV that's built into the side of the wall. Um, you know, and maybe like a four by six, you know, room. <laughs> um, and, and if, if, you know, urban legend holds true, um, she was upset because, you know, little Billy didn't have the, a trailer with the TV in it and caused such a shit fit that, uh, that not only did they did they give him the boot, but in order to sort of alleviate that type of animosity amongst the, the ranks, all of the televisions in those few, you know, that actually had them were deactivated. So, so <laughs> wow. you could have one of these, yeah, so you could have one of these things, you know, if you're Charlie and, uh, and, and you're going to have a, you know, a, a trailer with a TV that doesn't work. So <laughs> yeah, she kind of, kind of ruined the fun for everything. So again, these are all things that I remember hearing through the grapevine as an 11 year old. So there may or may not be some uh, distortion of fact, but uh, as far as you and I are concerned for today's purposes, totally true. hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> we're kind of, we're kind of like, that's official facts right now. Did, right, done. did you have any demands yourself? Uh, demand only red Skittles. Actually. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's red legit. Skittles. Yep. And, uh, and, and prostitutes from Thailand, but that's a harder <laughs> bargain to uh to land so i ended up with the skittles um which i was satisfied with and, and now uh you mentioned during the uh the tryout process that a lot of these kids are real narcissistic did any of those narcissistic kids make it onto the uh the roster and were any of these uh our, our fan favorites are they actually just assholes in real life <laughs> how uh how public are we getting with this thing here well, you're not like in the game anymore, so you can lay it all out there. Yeah, I can't. I can't get blackballed yet. Um, they'll figure out a way. I never doubt Hollywood. So, <laughs> um, you know, no, I, you know, honestly, they were all pretty good kids. I, I remember again that most of them were from uh, from California. Uh, Josh Jackson, he's a Canadian, so there's a few Canadians. Um, I remember Averman was from Illinois, um, but yeah, and then Vinny was from uh, New Jersey. So. Uh, kind of all walks of life, but for the most part, most of them, you know, that, that's kind of what they did, right? And um, honestly, I would say, you know, they really weren't. You know, it, they were just very affected, right? It was very much like um, you, you walked in and, um, you know, the world kind of revolved around them. And, and to, to be honest, like that rubs off on you a little bit. I remember even, you know, after that, uh, yeah, after the whole the whole thing happened to me, you know, being being kind of a dickhead, you know, <laughs> like yeah, well, you know, I was in a movie and it's a pretty big deal. I've got any leather bound books and my apartment smells of rich mahogany. 
Um, <laughs> it, it was, you know, I, I would say for the most part, there's not a ton of dirt. Um, I, Josh, Josh was probably the, the, the most pompous. Um, but, but his mom was, was, I, I, I still remember his mom, Fiona. Holy shit. <laughs> she was just, but again, she's Canadian. So, you know, I don't think it's just part of, part of what it is up there. <laughs> so, okay. Was, was his mom worse than Charlie's mom? Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. No, oh, thanks in real in real life. No, you're saying oh, that she was nice. Oh, oh god, no. So I never met. I don't. I didn't even know who they are. I never met her, um, so I couldn't even tell you. My guess is no, because he was still employed. <laughs> but it wasn't that she was bad. It was just they were so affected. Just so everything was so dramatic and artsy and just like you know, it was like. But you're. Like you're you're writing a po- a poem about a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> like this is not everything is beautiful here, ladies. <laughs> yeah, so it was just it was just one of those one of those things where, but for, you know, for the most part, it was just it was just a really fun time. I I remember being, you know, just just a happy kid at the time. You know, just very very interesting time spent. Um, you know, because it basically pulled me out of school. Um, oh, that's awesome. It was yeah, it was during uh, the the winter when they shot it, and so um, yeah, so I, I think it was in like fifth grade at the time, and you know <laughs> when I told them yeah I'm gonna be out of school for I think they initially said like three or four months, like okay well because um, this is gonna date you but this is before the internet right so there's no online classes there's no curriculum so I think the only thing that I had to do was like read where the red fern grows to, to <laughs> and that'll make up for so, it i still don't know what the fuck that book is about i really did not do it <laughs> so don't tell my fifth grade teacher i'm sure she'd be drastically disappointed when i came back so yeah it was a great book i loved it um but yeah that was about that was about it and i was just so enthralled that uh that, that you know one of their one of their students was doing something that was kind of a kind of a big deal so now, so so there wasn't any like divide between the Hawks and and the Ducks players, uh, the actors, as the movie there grew was, on or anything. There was actually so it was and it was interesting. And I'm, you know, obviously, you guys, <laughs> you got a pretty dedicated podcast here, so <laughs> we'll know this the scene when I'm talking about it. But when you're when you're when they're doing the championship game, they're kind of doing the pan up and down the line of. Um, you know, the, the Hawks looking at the Ducks, like, yeah. mm-hmm. like there was there was a there was a moment in that whole bit where like I actually started to tear up a little bit. I was so <laughs> so pissed off <laughs> at, at the shit that these guys were saying that like like I, like, I wanted to kill them. You know? <laughs> I, I, like, like I literally like there were there were moments where I just, you know I it is, you know the whole that whole scene is obviously there's no sound or no um, dialogue, but I mean at, at one point. Um, I, I, I don't remember who I told to, but I told him to shut the fuck up, you know? And it was like, so, and, and I remember looking back at that scene and like, there's like, there's a snarl I think that I had that was a legitimate, I, I will run you over with my BMX bike and eventually my car when I get my driver's license, uh, moment. So whatever they did, uh, really, really drove that dagger through the heart of us. So yeah, there's definitely a little bit of a divide there. Awesome. We're going to have to watch yeah. that scene again. So sure. you mentioned that Larson was supposed to play a bigger role in the movie. What was right. that role supposed to be? I think they just had it more carved out, like more scenes that that he was uh, involved in. So I remember there was a, there was supposed to be a scene. Uh, so I think the first time that you guys see 
my character is, I don't remember if it's at the game or if it's in the, um, I think it's actually in the, the alley. Yeah. And, um, there was actually a scene that, that, uh, sort of, uh, predated that where it was like in a video game arcade. And, you know, like it had something to do with, uh, one of the, uh, one of the characters was playing like a pinball machine and, um, it was either myself or, um, Mike Ooms, um, came up and like, like tossed an egg on the, on the top of the pinball machine and kind of let it ooze down onto their hands and <laughs> yeah, something along those lines. And it was like, that was a pretty big scene to kind of set the stage for who these guys are, why they hate each other. Um, that type of thing. Um, and we never ended up shooting it. It just got kind of cut, um, you know, as we went along, but yeah, it was just more, it was more scenes like that, just more involvement, more direct contact, I guess, with, uh, the other side. So, okay. So did they give you any direction as far as Larson as a character? Did he have like any like backstory or anything like that? Or a first name? I didn't didn't even have a first name. (laughs) 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 So it was funny because Stephen Brill was the, uh, the, the writer and, um, and he, he went on, he had, he wrote a ton of stuff. I think he even directed some stuff, um, at a, at a, at a point in time. But, uh, I, I remember he, you know, he would be on set and he'd be working on a laptop, which you're like, wow, that's a computer that doesn't have any wires. That's amazing. <laughs> and, you know, like, like banging out, banging out sides for the, for the movie. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, Hey Steve, what's my first name? <laughs> and he's like, Reed, Reed Larson. And uh, I don't know if you guys are uh, like in g- general hockey fans, but Reed Larson was actually an NHL hockey player. So um, I think he just made that up. So but when, when people <laughs> To appease me, you? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I say it's either Reed or, uh, or Baratheon. <laughs> the, one, the one true king, of course. So, um, but yeah, so no, no backstory, no, uh, no, no surname. Uh, just, just, I think they wanted to just leave him mysterious. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Now you have, I think your one line is like, what did you do when, uh, when, when McGill takes Banks down? I mean, like when you look back, like, do you feel like that was a good moment for you? Like when you look back at it, if you look back at it all, like, how do you take that? Yeah. How do I take it? Uh, I look at that and in complete embarrassment of like, <laughs> like how do you not enunciate words? And, like, like, I, I sometimes feel like Ross from Friends when I'm when I'm speaking articulately because I want to make sure that uh, I don't repeat myself with the uh, the run on words that sound like what you do, what you do, you know, like like get the marbles out and like speak the line. No, when, what, what, so the question is, is what do I think about when I think it? Uh, I, it, 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 uh, it haunts my nightmares. Um, <laughs> there is, I don't think to date. Now, what, when was the movie made? 1991? 92. So, I mean, it came out. You know, 92. So, I mean, we're, we're, we're going on what? 25 years, right? For yeah, almost. 25 years. And I would say, uh, 80% of the days in those 25 years, I've had a Mighty Ducks line. Most of the time, that one lost in my direction <laughs> from some asshole that I know. Uh, you know, like not a not a day goes by where at least somebody doesn't mention something. So, so you know, I, I've kind of heard it all. <laughs> Let's say I'm a little bit calloused on it. So, yeah, 
I think those are my initial gut impressions or reactions rather. And and so do uh, do people ever recognize you? It's like, hey, you were that kid, the what did you do kid? You know, it's it's funny you say that because the the, the quick answer is once. <laughs> the, the long answer is only if I'm with my asshole friend um, that decide that they they're going to be uh, creative. And uh, and generally speaking, it's like <laughs> it's usually if I'm at a bar, you know, and and they'll they'll tell like. You know, like a hot waitress or somebody to come up and say, you know, you look familiar. And, uh, <laughs> and my, 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 my first reaction is, is usually, ah, funny, funny, fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> but, but I will say that it happened one time and it was, I still don't understand. It doesn't make sense. I still feel like somebody was behind this. But I was, so I worked for, uh, I worked for Best Buy up here in the Twin Cities and um, it was like my first week on the job, and I was like 25, 26, something like that. And I went in uh, to the local store, uh, just basically right across the street from our corporate headquarters here. And um, yeah, I was just looking for stuff. I was so excited, I'm gonna get a discount. You know, I'm looking around, and one of the one of the the workers, this blue shirt, um, you know, younger girl, probably I don't know, 18 or 19, comes up to me, and she's like. Yeah, you know, can I help you with anything? I'm like, no, I'm just kind of walking around. She goes, you look really familiar. And just the the whole thing. And I'm like, ah, ha, ha, funny. You know, luckily I didn't say fuck you because I just started and I didn't want to piss people off. But, um, but yeah, you know, I, I turned to her and I was like, ah, yeah, I don't, I don't know where that is. She goes, were you in, and I think, I think she actually dropped Mighty Ducks 2. I'm not even <laughs> sure. She might have said you were in Mighty Ducks 2. And then she started spouting off. Like, you know, a couple of the other things that I had done and I, I, again, and she was totally serious. There was nobody around. I didn't know anybody here that, you know, that I work with that could have like tipped her in on it. And I, but I sort of got to do it. I walked around that store for another half an hour looking for people like hiding behind the DVD shelves laughing. You know, to be like, oh, this. We're going to, we're going to screw this guy. Um, so yes, it has happened one time. And, uh, and I almost want to find this person too. And just like, Hey, like that was that was 15 years ago. Like, how did that happen? How did you how did you put that together? Like, it was very impressive. <laughs> so, so did that ever work either for you or your friends as far as picking up chicks goes? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more more times than you can imagine. Um, and, but but I will say this: I you know of all of the times where it has been brought up, I I'm never the one to do it. I'm never the one because it's just kind of a cheesy thing to say, right? You got to be a giant douchebag to kind of go around and be like, oh, look at this, you know? I didn't know that I was in a movie 25 years ago. Like, no, it, it just doesn't doesn't fly. But my buddies would do it, and it was hilarious because they would try to do it for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know they're talking to a girl at a bar, and like, yeah, have you met have you met this guy? He's my buddy. He's my friend. He's in Mighty Ducks, and then instantly it was like. You know, <laughs> reach to a hall, like course correction. You know, um, like, you don't, and I, of course I'm never going to stop them. You know, it's yeah. stupid. But uh, yeah, well, I would say I would say I had a fair amount of success. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, keeping with that same theme, um, were there any like groupies that you guys had when you're on the set, or? Also, the answer to that is yes. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but that was all post. Um, that was all post-release. 
so the um <laughs> again you're talking about at this point when the movie came out i think i was 13 you know and you, you get to go through the whole puberty thing and you get hormones raging all over the place that you know all of a sudden girls are paying attention to you and you're like what this is oh this is a really weird thing to do. <laughs> you know? and uh <laughs> and um and I remember that we had uh, like major autograph sessions here in Minneapolis for the um, the four of us that were from Minnesota. So, like I said, it was um, McGill who plays Mike Holmes, or I'm sorry, um, Mike Holmes who plays McGill, um, Brock Pierce who played Young Bombay, um, and then Jane Plank. Um, uh, and so the, the four of us um, would go to these like local. You know, Best Buys or um, I can't even remember the name of the other stores that were Radio Shacks and stuff and sign autographs and people, like people would line up I mean, for hours um, to to get to get our autographs and it was so surreal, surreal and just you know bizarre that anybody would do that and I mean um, and in, and in doing that of course. You know, like if there was a if there was a good looking girl, I would give her my phone number. You know, which um, you know, again, dating our, ourselves here. This is no internet. This is also no cell phone. <laughs> so this is this is landline to your parents' house um, that you're giving out your your information to you know crazies potentially. <laughs> um, and I, I mean, I remember I had done that enough times where I was getting phone calls at like fucking five o'clock in the morning on, you know, weekdays. And my dad, oh my God, I remember my dad just being irate, absolutely irate with me because you know, I don't think they knew what I had done. And uh, I think it was also, uh, we had this really uh, annoying phone in my parents' bedroom that was shaped like a frog. And so rather than a... Uh, a standard telephone ring, it was like, it would like chirp. <laughs> not only, not only is it waking you up out of uh, a dead sleep in the middle of a work week, um, but it's doing so in an incredibly annoying fashion. So I think all of those things played a, played a part. Um, but yeah, there was, there was a, yeah, I remember there was, I mean, I get fan mail and just all sorts of, all sorts of stuff that you just, I look back and I'm like, God, that was, a, this feels like a different life. And uh, now going into the Mighty Ducks universe, I want to know, what do you think happened to Larson after that big game? Because we always uh, kind of theorize that he might have been a whistleblower and, uh, you know, gotten, you know, Coach Riley, you know, banned essentially for calling that hit on Banks. Sure, sure. I, I, think, I think he did. And, it, uh, and I think uh, you, you saw the, uh, you know, the outcome of that, even though he stuck with, uh, stuck with McGill in, in D2 and whoever that other guy was that played that random third that third hawk um <laughs> i couldn't even tell you his name um but you know we're yeah we're chums we're still we're still in cahoots so you know i don't blame him i blame blame the coach and then I mean, obviously shortly after that um I, i'd say meth Pro- did you say meth a lot of, probably a lot of meth yeah <laughs> Um, okay, can I take a second here? Uh, we do a thing called the quack question, and one of our favorites actually just sent in a quack question. Um, I don't know if you've had the chance to listen to the pod at all, but uh, in our world, Hans kind of pulls the strings behind everything. Uh, he's, he has his ha- he has his hand in everything, uh, and jo- Joyce Joyce wants to know if Hans recruited McGill for that job. <laughs> okay. So the, pup, the puppet master is actually the ones. Uh, I, I get it. Uh, did 
Jeez. Joyce, are you serious with that one? <laughs> I got I to know. That's, that's some deep stuff right there. Uh, I'm impressed, A. Um, I'm slightly confused with the, the, the question. Um, and, uh, and, and C, I'm going to say yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, our basic theory is that Hans has this like giant sports shop, but he only uses like a little bit of it. So we think he lives there, and he's running some sort of nefarious operation out the back, and he's he's basically fixing games and all this stuff. So that that's where the question originates from. No, no, that makes and that makes perfect sense. Actually, I, I, and I assume that's what you're saying because that was always my thought. That's where the mess comes in. Oh, okay. You know, it was it was just you don't see that back room there with the the juveniles passed out, not a lot of teeth. You know, that's that's what was going on in in the third movie. That's why you don't see any of us in D three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Larson just gets us. Yeah, yeah. All right, Uh, uh, we're right on time. Uh, Like we might need to have you back on, but this has been amazing. Do you have anything? Do you have anything you want to tell the people? Anything you want to plug? Anything like that? Uh, no. You know what I said? I said initially um, that uh, that I did not have anything to plug. I'm I'm out of the game. I will say that if uh, if you are listening out there in the tens of people that are paying attention <laughs> to anything that I have to say, um, <laughs> I am I'm available for hire. So if, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> this is not a this is not a, an ardent stance that I'm. Uh, I'm taking to, to protest anything. It just happens to be that I'm incredibly lazy. I haven't paid my uh, my SAG dues in about five years, which amounts to about I don't know, eight hundred dollars in uh, in back pay that I'd have to uh, pony up, and uh, I just I can't I can't convince myself to part with that money. Um, that's going to go to beer, and then uh, and thirdly, headshots are also expensive. So um, anybody anybody feels like they uh, you know they they want to give a, a a lesser known a second chance here it is <laughs> yeah okay yeah you can just you can just go to thequacktech.com and donate and we'll we'll do, we'll send all proceeds to you Casey most of the proceeds <laughs> maybe half the proceeds. some of the proceeds <laughs> all right Perfect. yeah, yeah get, get, get to the, the standard the standard going rate yeah exactly okay <laughs> i'm not so, doing it anymore so i'm not going <laughs> to so uh Thanks a lot, Casey. If you're no, listening you. out there, go to quackdeck.com, on Twitter at quackdeckpod, facebook.com slash quackdeckpod, uh, iTunes, give us five stars, because, I mean, this is an amazing podcast. Give us a review. Tell us your favorite thing Casey told us. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack.